Hello and welcome to TWT, Talks with Tabitha. I'm your host and creator, Tabitha Christopher. I'm a published author, public speaker, and your mind style makeover coach. I created this podcast to give voice to my Do Family Better campaign. This campaign is focused on providing tools that will help leaders such as yourself, the listener, heal from your past painful stories, become a proactive communicator, develop a healthy mind style to help you better lead yourself, your family, and your community. Each episode exists because of your monthly monetary support. Sign up to become a Trailblazer supporter today. And remember, a healthy family is the future and foundation of a healthy society. On today's episode, episode one, I am going to share my unfiltered story so you can get to know me better. And as we continue on this journey together, I look forward to getting to know you better as well. I was born and raised in paradise, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm the second of my parents' four children. For the first five years of my life, it was grand. Then the storm came in the fall of 1989, Hurricane Hugo, and it hit our tiny island with a vengeance to destroy everything in sight. Life as I knew it changed forever. Two years after the storm passed, it was on that Sunday morning, I met a man I did not know as my daddy, the way I knew him before. This man was stressed, angry, and violent. For the first time in my life, at six years old, I felt afraid. From six through 19 years old, life was hell as I fought through the pain of physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial abuse inflicted upon myself, my mother, my sister, and my brothers. Yet, I tried to stand strong because of the promise I made to my grandmother, Mama, my mother's mom, that I would look out for my family. So no matter how scary things got, I fought through my fears and tears every day, holding on to any bit of hope that things would soon get better. As a result of the abuse, as a result of the abuse, I lost more than 50% of my sight. Developed a stutter between the ages of seven and eight years old. Had severe panic attacks. I wet the bed every night till I was 19 years old. Besides the horrific nightmares I had every night, I hated going to sleep because I was fearful of what would happen to my older sister. I became afraid to answer the door, answer the telephone. I was even afraid of my own shadow. I started to hate looking in the mirror because I looked like my dad. And the worst part I felt was that I was becoming just like him. I became a very frightened little girl, 
who desperately wanted to break free from the pain of fear, to be who I once knew myself to be. I started to believe that one day, if I made it out alive, I would transform like the ugly duckling and become the beautiful swan who was fearless, kind, powerful, and loving. What, what are my desires? Well, my, the external struggles that I've been dealing with, um, first I got to tell you, my desire has always been to help my family heal. And from that desire, it grew into wanting to help other families heal so that we can do family better and then move forward to healing our world society. My struggle has been, I don't know the first thing about building a business that will support the people who will help me grow this vision. And secondly, I've been struggling with attracting the right people who will give 100% commitment to helping me grow the Do Family Better campaign with no strings attached. My deep internal struggle that I've been dealing with is I'm afraid of the pressure it will place on my family when the Do Family Better campaign takes off and becomes a global movement. But I honestly, my deepest internal struggle is I'm afraid of hurting my dad. My dad has had many hurts in his life and I don't want to hurt him anymore. I'm afraid of the pain it'll cause him by sharing my story, our story. The wall that I've hit um, along the journey of coming to where I said yes to creating the Do Family Better campaign. Um, this happened after I launched my speaking business. And, and just to um, backtrack a little bit so you guys can get more of the backstory of where, how and this led up to the Do Family Better campaign is I was living in LA. I moved to LA in 2009. In 2009, I, I moved to pursue... Um, my dreams of becoming an actress in the entertainment industry. I had made a vow at the age of eight years old that I would never share my personal story. I was ashamed, I was embarrassed, and I was afraid of the consequences of what would come if I did share about what took place growing up. Um, so I then decided that the next best thing to do was to share other people's stories. And what better way to do that than to get into the entertainment industry and become an actress. And that way I would still be telling stories, um, just not my own. So I would kind of be fulfilling my purpose. And I hoped that I could help as many people as possible and feel fulfilled. Well, as the years went by and um, the more jobs I booked on stage, on film, the less fulfilled I felt. 
and the more angry I became with myself. Because I knew I was not living to my fullest potential. I knew I was living a lie. And it started to have a physical negative impact on my health story. Well, fast forward from 2009 and moving to LA, which I was working in the entertainment industry. I started at the age of 19. And... Um, from 19 all, all the way through the age of 25, 27, between 25 and 27, I was consistently working in the entertainment industry um, while also working as a health coach. So I had clients that I was helping um, to form lifestyle training programs for them. So I was doing that for CEOs, Hollywood elites, and a couple of hundred of clients while pursuing my dream of becoming an actress in hopes that that would fulfill me. Um, 2011 was where a big shift took place. And I then made the decision to stop running from my purpose. And at that moment, I started to inquire of God to tell me, what it was he wanted me to do and what it was he wanted me to do hadn't changed from that moment when he revealed it to me at eight years old that I was to share my story. So from that point, I then asked, how do I do that? I don't know how. So, um, I'm going to jump right back into the script here in front of me because the, this there's so many so many layers to the story and I want to make sure I I share with you um, the points of which will help you to better um, understand the journey and connect with me in, in a way that you see that hmm, what I, everything that I do is for the purpose of helping <laughs> helping individuals not go through or experience the hurts that I have experienced. And if you are experiencing those hurts, then my hope and goal is to provide you with tools to help you overcome it, as I did as well. So uh, I was living in LA and I worked to eventually build my own coaching business. And um, I was training a total of 10 to 15 hours a week uh, working with clients. And I wasn't making a whole lot of money but I was surviving. I was happy to serve my clients, but I was miserable because I knew that I was not living out my fullest potential. And my fullest potential was tied to my purpose of sharing my story. All right, so without a sure plan of, of how I was gonna fulfill my purpose, I ended up closing my coaching business October 2016. I drove across the country from LA to Florida to see my dad. The last heart to heart we shared, my father and I, was in 2005, before I left home at 19 years old. Now here it is, November 2016, almost 11 years. I end up sharing my heart and giving my sincerest apologies 
for the distance I place between him and I. I ask my dad to forgive me for not for not forgiving him. Later on, um, the night before the first reading of my one woman show, My Secrets and the Power of Forgiveness, my dad called me to rail about how angry he was that I was going to be sharing our story. And it got to a point in the conversation where he yelled out over the phone, You got story? You got story? Well, tell me one story where what I did wasn't justifiable. And I spoke back into the phone and I said, One? Just one? And he replied, Yeah, if you can. So I started to share one of the stories of an incident that took place that I felt that he could handle. I didn't even get to the halfway point of the story before he cuts me off and started railing, yelling, and then I responded and said, you see, this is what happens. When I try to communicate with you, you cut me off and you start yelling. And then he went on to say, yeah, because you try to make your father look like he's some kind of monster. And then he went on to just yell and yell for about close to 90 minutes. Well, during that time, I just, I put the phone on speakerphone. I put it on mute and I set it down and I went to cleaning and singing um, in the room where I was. And after he got a lot of his rage out, he then switched back and picked up in the story where he cut me off and started to tell the rest of it as if it just happened yesterday. I run over to the phone, I pick it up, take it off of mute, and I'm like, Daddy, 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 no, it's okay, it's okay, you, it's okay, Dad, it's okay, I forgive you. And then he starts to cry, then he starts to bawl. Then it becomes a guttural cry that I've never heard come out of my dad. I, be, I became really concerned, and I got quiet. As he bawled, cried, and bawled some more. And at the very tail end, as he's taking in big gasp, he says, Yeah, I did all of that. And I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? I held the phone away from my ear. And I turned and looked into it with my mouth agape, shocked. Never in my life did I ever expect for him to apologize, lest at least ask for forgiveness for anything of what he did. I took a deep breath and I responded, Yes, Daddy, I forgive you. That's why I'm here. I came back for me and I came back 
for us. The next day was the first reading of my one-woman show, My Secrets and the Power of Forgiveness, that happened um, in December, December 31st, 2016. And before I officially launched my speaking business in 2017, I had already pulled in four bookings. Um, then after, after that, the work began where I went out and hit the pavement to introduce myself to schools, colleges, churches, and various other organizations to get this message out of um, the power of forgiveness so that we could do family better, forgive, heal, and restore, the, and restore any of the brokenness that took place, restore it, and bring it back to wholeness. So I talked by phone, email, and in person to close to over 300 organizations within a matter of less than four months. And it landed me with 35 bookings, most of which were not paid. Needless to say, my first year did not go as well as I hoped it was going to go. I ended up making less than $25,000 in 2017 barely enough to sustain my living expenses on my own. Thank God for my mother and brother who opened the doors to me to allow me to stay with them as I grew my speaking business. After doing the first 30 bookings within five months, carrying the load of every part of the business, the writing of the show, doing the bookings, producing of the show, marketing, performing the show, giving heart-to-heart -heart talks after the show, meeting with the audience post the performance, uh, selling my products, traveling from coast to coast, cover 12 cities in a matter of less than eight months, doing all of this on a continuous basis. So you can only imagine that I was beyond exhausted, mentally, physically, and emotionally drained. I poured out all of me and I became ill and I couldn't physically move for up to three weeks after completing um, the first 25 shows. So I was sick for a total of six weeks. My biggest fear after that was, well, I can't say after that. My biggest fear has always been trusting someone else to help me without any strings attached. You see, I've been doing, I've been used to doing everything on my own for so long that when I stepped into doing this work to fulfill my purpose and ended up getting sick in the process of doing that, I felt utterly helpless. Yet I knew in order for the vision to work, I was going to have to face my fears and learn to trust and surrender everything to God. So I decided to trust my way. I ended up trusting a couple of people who meant no good and things didn't get better right away. Things got worse. And I ended up... <laughs> ended up wasting a lot of time in the process of entrusting 
people with my vision that had no good intentions. I wasn't fully ready to trust God and do things his way. The epiphany that I hit along the journey was I needed to know how I could help as many people as possible without killing myself. And I thought I was on the track of doing that by allowing myself to trust people without vetting them correctly. <laughs> well, what I came to learn in this, in, this, in this whole process is that the purpose that has been given to me, it was given to me by my creator. He understands how it's supposed to work and who is supposed to partner with me long before I came to this earth. And I needed to get off my high horse and stop being so prideful and stop trying to be God onto myself and causing myself a lot of pain and unnecessary setbacks in the process. Well, it was the winter of 2018. During the time when I was receiving eviction notices, I was back in LA by this time. And I realized that instead of going from city to city and doing my show and workshops, I needed to put put it all together in one, one place to create one powerful life-transforming program that could easily be accessible to everyone online and provides the tools to teach leaders of family, business, and community how to heal in order to do family better. Well, I started to put together questions. Questions on how I could do this. Questions on how I could do this. So I ended up learning about a program called ClickFunnels and the power it has to put my message out there quickly. Yet I was still stumped on how to build my online program. Okay. So with the encouragement of my mom, my dad, my brothers, and my coach, Yvonne Brooks, I kept writing and asking questions. The plan came when I stumbled across the Millionaire Mindset three-day conference. I jumped at the opportunity and it was there I met a man by the name of Bertan who gifted me with the access to the secrets of the millionaire trainer, which was close to a $10,000 investment that I was gifted with. Now I know that this was definitely ordained by God because no one would just randomly go and invest in someone that they met in just in, 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 in less than a week. And see the potential, see the powerful potential within that person and say, yes, I am going to invest in your dream because I have seen what you can do in just these three days. So that moved me powerfully. And so that the very next week after the conference, I started putting together piece by piece my front office and my back office system to the business. The more I built the more clear what this powerful life transforming online program was, was to be. Each day I worked to build the system and every day it seemed like it was never going to be finished and well enough to start testing the vision. Finally, the month of June, 2019 came 
and the what and how of the vision became clear for how I was going to help my audiences after they, after they experience my one woman show, my secrets and the power of forgiveness. I have to stop here for a moment and I have to insert this. So in 2017, it was my test. I took the one woman show, my secrets and the power of forgiveness. I took it out on the road to test, to see if the information, if the content was needed, if, if families really needed to hear this story and if they needed to hear the lessons learned within the story. Um, well, as I learned 35 bookings later and more than 7,000 households impacted along the way, I saw the massive need. And as you heard earlier in the story, I became overwhelmed in realizing there's no way in heck that one person, me could carry this vision by myself. So now what was happening after I did the show, people were overwhelmed. They were shocked. They, they, they were feeling all kinds of emotions because the show takes you through every single roller coaster of my journey. And unfortunately, the majority of the audiences that experienced the show were either on the same roller coaster presently or had just gotten out of it or had buried it deep within their subconscious because they feared facing the pain again. So at the end of the show, people were so, mm, it was such an out-of-body experience. It is an out-of-body experience. People couldn't move. And when they finally unfroze, they slowly would make their way up to the front and whisper, I need help. And I got it. I got I heard that so many times it was ringing through my ears. It was ringing through my head. And I was like, frick. So the show is enough to get people to recognize the need that they need help. But then where do they go from here was what they were asking me. So let's pick right back up here. Here is the how I am going to serve my audiences. Um, so for those who are ready to shift from pain to gain and heal their past painful stories, they will have the opportunity to sign up for my seven-week Mind Style Makeover Bootcamp that will provide them with their very own at-home self-care program that guides them through how to live a life that's balanced, fulfilled, and stress-free in just seven minutes a day. Conflict. Of course, there was conflict that came up in the process of coming to this clarity of how I was going to um, what was going to be the next step after I did my show for audiences. And so I asked myself in, in putting together this, this whole script for today, what was the conflicts that I ran into in putting together this, this program and, and, and pulling the ideas and well, there wasn't just a conflict. There were conflicts. Okay. With a capital S. Well, um, let's see. The first one is I was broke five broke. Okay. And as I am, as I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm still broke. 
<laughs> I'm still broke. All right. I opted to do Uber through the rental company, um, through a rental company, uh, but was barely picking up enough rides to break even with paying for the car rental, gas, and basic living expenses. When I laid out what would what it would cost to create the online program and keep it going to serve my audiences well, I could see how I could do that with booking a speaking engagement yet the fear of booking the engagement and not onboarding enough people to jumpstart the program worried me greatly. I fought through the fear and stepped out anyways and called my first organization to tell them about my program and offering to give a free 30-minute presentation. The presentation moved more than 50% of the audience, but I allowed for that client to convince me not to mention my boot camp. In fear, it would turn them off if I came off too salesy. Well, of course, you who are listening would probably know this well. No one can represent you and your product better than you. So out of the more than 50 people that were there, I got two people to sign up. Barely enough to jumpstart the program. Yet, I took it as a sign that my presentation was powerful enough that even when I did not talk about my program myself and someone else who knows very little about my program and my passion it was still able to bring in two sales. Yet honestly, at the time, I was excited and embarrassed all at once because I ended up having to give my first two customers back their money because there just wasn't enough interest for me to be able to sustain the launch of the program. So... I gave myself a mental beatdown um, for that. And the worst part of this entire experience, I have to admit, is having my family and friends support me financially. This has made me feel like the ultimate failure. Last thing I ever wanted was to take from my family and friends. I wanted to be the one to give to them and... Here I was, dependent on them to eat. I was constantly fighting depression, anxiety, and the dreaded panic attacks that I had constantly from my childhood um, to receiving daily calls from my creditors, bills coming due and not having enough money to pay for them, and then looking at my small accounts that combine couldn't afford me a two-week bus pass, which by the way is 50 bucks. The end result, where are we now? I decided to follow my heart desire, which was outside of creating the program. It, It is the catalyst of what drove me to doing the work that I'm doing, and it's my family. I started with a desire to heal my family and in the process to help heal other 
people's families. And what I realized that as much as I was working so hard to put together this program and the business, I was spending very little time with the ones that I started this journey to serve. So I decided to follow my deepest heart's desire, which was to see my parents and spend time with them. So I packed up um, things in LA and I came out to Florida in July. I uh, went to spend some time with my mom's side of the family for the 4th of July, just recently, this past July, 2019. Then I drove up to surprise my dad. Um, That surprise visit turned into more than what I was hoping for. I realized how much hurt both he and I were still holding and how we still didn't fully trust each other. We ended up having a couple of big fights. Each time, though, we came back to apologize and there were two times that we talked through what made us angry. This is huge because this never, ever happened growing up and this never happened even after I came back to see him the first time in 2016. So what I learned from my dad was he's afraid of showing his love to me because he was afraid of being taken advantage of and me picking up and leaving out of his life again. He was afraid of being taken advantage of like he once was many times when he was a kid and he didn't want to feel that pain again. What I realized in this visit was that I didn't love him because I still had not surrendered to love. I had not surrendered to love to become love and fully heal. So in this visit, I swallowed my pride for the first time in a long time. And I realized in order for me to fully heal, I was going to have to give up the very things that I kept holding on to, that I still was believing was giving me power. Yet all it was doing was robbing me from the very relationship that I desired to heal. I then realized I had to make a decision that I wasn't very comfortable in making. I asked my dad if he was okay with me staying with him until I built out the program and the business. To my surprise, he was delighted at my request. And from that moment, the healing started to take place within the deepest places of my being and my dad, which brought me to my recent transformation. 
I started to do things that I had always been fearful of doing because I didn't know how to do it. So I convinced myself I just wasn't ready, such as um, July 2019, uh, where I, when I founded my very own Facebook group called the Mind Style Makeover Circle, where like-minded individuals could have access to valuable information and life-transforming trainings. I started that group while being afraid because I felt as if though, no, I have more work. I need to be more healed than where I'm at. I can't lead people until I'm completely, completely set free of me. Yet I realized the more I delayed and delayed and delayed my purpose, the more I was delaying the chances of other people getting access to getting on their journey of healing. The healing that has taken place in my being has brought me to a whole new level of peace where I've been able to now create my second program called the 21 Day Mind Style Makeover Challenge that provides 21 powerful mind-shifting exercises to help you declutter your mind to distress your body. For the first time, trailblazing listeners, for the first time since I was six years old, September of 2019, I finally felt rest and at peace within my mind where I no longer felt burdened to compare my setbacks, successes, or my experiences to anyone else. I no longer said yes to speaking down to myself. Instead, now I speak words of power, love, and kindness into my mind consistently. Whenever I'm met with a circumstance that's not favorable or challenging, instead of becoming flustered and strained, I engage by asking proactive questions, such as, what is the hidden lesson that's come to help me grow and become better? So what's next? What's next is going to be the launch of the 21-Day Mind Style Makeover Challenge that I went through myself. It transformed my life, and I had the opportunity to do it with other trailblazing leaders such as yourself, and the testimonials that have come from the program speak for themselves. And I'm looking forward to launching the Mind Style Makeover Challenge in the digital form online, as well as in hard copy very soon. So if you're struggling with stress, feeling overwhelmed, hurting from a past painful story or relationship, anxiety, panic attacks, depression, like I was, and you desire to get back in control of your health story so you can live a life of peace, balance, and stress-free, then I want to invite you to join in on this Do Family Better campaign by following here on this podcast, TWT, 
And if you're really serious and you want to take it to the next step, then you can sign up for my Live Stress-Free email list. Well, you will be the first to know when you can pre-order the 21-day Mind Style Makeover Challenge program. Just go to bit.ly backward slash link btn, bit.ly backward slash link btn, bit.ly backward slash link btn. The links will be in the description of this episode today. And if you also are wanting to gain access to life transforming trainings that take place every single month for free, then I would invite you to request to join the Mind Style Makeover Circle that's available on Facebook. There are three questions you must answer in order to gain access to the group. Once you're in, you'll be surrounded by a community of trailblazing leaders, just like yourself, whose desires are to get back in control of their health and legacy story so that they can do family better, just like you desire to do family better and create a healthy family legacy story. Thank you again for tuning in to TWT Talks with Tabitha. I'm your host and creator, Tabitha Christopher, published author, public speaker, and your mind style makeover coach. I created this podcast to give voice to my Do Family Better campaign. Each episode exists because of your monthly monetary support. Sign up to become a Trailblazer supporter today. And remember, a healthy family is the future and foundation of a healthy society.